Can covert narcissists come out when a person is under extreme stress or they're just faking the whole time? So it's not necessarily one thing that like comes out or like ebbs and flows. You either got it or you don't. Uh, but typically it can be like sedated or pushed down to be able to appear better in society. A lot of times that happens. I don't know if he's changed. He doesn't speak with me. A big, a big part of it, like a lot of times narcissism, you want to be able to see a demonstration of them changing and they'll normally just say, oh, I'm changed, but they won't actually show it. They won't actually demonstrate it at the end of the day. Okay. He's still messaging, trying to get me to talk to him. I ignore, ignore, ignore. So uh, what you want to think about is instead of ignoring, you want to go ahead and block uh, because eventually he'll get through. Like, think of this like on your worst day ever when you're feeling low, lonely, alone. Like, when you're at the place where you're like, I can't find love at all, you'll be tempted to respond. Narcissist knows this. A narcissist can connect with this. If, if I keep pressing this button, eventually something will fire up. Eventually something will work. Okay. Um, how do covert narcissists do it? I feel like everything looks amazing on the outside, but some things are off. Yeah, 100%. They do not change. Some will even do the actions to trick you. A lot of times you'll see that. Like they'll get into therapy. They'll start working. So I was working with I was working with a client one time and she was at the place where she was like, I'm done. Like I don't want this relationship anymore. She communicated that to him and everything like this. And then like in the conversation, slipped and slipped and said something. Just like, just like. And said something along the lines of like, you know, it, it wouldn't have ever worked. Like if it ever could have worked, like it would have been like you getting into therapy. You work on yourself. The next day, he booked six months of therapy. The next day, you need to understand, like if you give a narcissist a list, they will go ahead and check it off and be like, see, I'm healed. I'm perfect. I'm great. Take me back. Or you'll see them be like, hey, don't leave because I need you. This is my time of need. Like, I, let's work on this together. Like you need to be able to take the relationship off the table if you want the narcissist to actually grow, heal, change, and develop. If you want that to even be a possibility, take the relationship away. Hey. That's great if you want to heal, but you can do that on your own. But I'm not going to be in your life while you do that. That's just on you. Like, that's just something you have to grow with. I met a narcissist, resisted manipulation, blocked him. Now, a week later, he is in mental hospital. Hopefully, he'll change. Never know. The only thing you can change is you. What a narcissist do first finishes a relationship. Typically, he already goes to the next one he has lined up. If they cheat with just one person over years, is that narcissistic? Kids he texts once a month uh, says he's trying. So the biggest thing I would say there out of what you just said is says he's trying. I don't care. Talk is cheap. At the end of the day, there's a lot of narcissists that are trying, but what are they actually doing? Okay, there's a big difference. Okay, people can say anything. What do their actions actually demonstrate? This is what you need to understand. When you're stuck, relationship you're like i don't know what to believe at this point you have to be able to see hey this person is manipulating because they're saying one thing but they're demonstrating something else how does the person in your life the toxic person in your life how do they demonstrate love how do they demonstrate honesty how do they demonstrate vulnerability how do they demonstrate consistent change how are they demonstrating that they care about you, that they respect you? How are they demonstrate? This is what we walk through inside the Escape Toxicity Challenge to help you understand. We break it down step by step of seeing what is actually shown here, what is actually demonstrated. Otherwise, you will get stuck and you will start to believe the lies that the narcissist is telling you over and over and over. Escape Toxicity, you can click the link in the bio, okay? My ex is in a new relationship, but playing mind games, like sending friend requests to me, blocking, unblocking, but not directly contacting me. Why is he doing it? So a big part of that is to get you to respond, to get you to react, to get you to eventually contact. So you need to go ahead and go block. 
how do I get her to talk to me again? She's ghosting, silent treatment, and stonewalling. So you're talking about you want the narcissist to talk to you again? Well, if you want that abusive relationship, just understand that's what you're doing when you're trying to go back to that. Like at that point, you're dealing with a trauma bond and you need to break free and be able to view the situation clearly. If they're ghosting, if they're giving a silent treatment and they're stonewalling, they don't care about you. And then you start to have an addiction to that other person. That's what the trauma bond is, an addiction to that other person. Why can't he call the woman he cheats with to prove himself? Why can't he call the woman he cheats with to prove himself? I don't understand that. Like you want him to prove himself that he is cheating, that he's not cheating. A big, a big part of this kind of goes back to people want to see, want to get closure. Okay. So when you think about this, how many of you are like, I don't have closure. How do I get closure? Like this isn't working. Okay. If you're struggling with this aspect of closure, I want you to think through this concept that closure doesn't come from the narcissist. Closure doesn't come from anyone else in your life. Closure comes from you, you alone. That's it. A lot of times people think if I just had him admit that he was a cheater, then I would feel better about walking away. If I just had the diagnosis that he's a narcissist, then I'd feel better about walking away. At the end of the day, you already know the truth. Closure typically for people when they get out of a toxic relationship is the other person admitting to the things that they've done. A narcissist isn't going to do that. Or if they do that, it's just going to be for a manipulation to get you back in a certain way and to keep doing it more and more. You need to understand closure is for you and closure is, is for you to actually do yourself. I'm understanding this is the truth of the situation. That's what we do every single day. We try to help people break free from the truth, from the, like, the falseness that's going on to get to the truth. So think of it this way. A narcissist rewrites history, okay? So a narcissist looks at this. So I'll give you an illustration. A narcissist looks at this and is like, hey, I lied to this person. I cheated on this person, blah, blah, blah. Like a whole list, okay? Narcissist looks at it and is like, I got to rewrite this because I can't be that person. That's not the mask that I'm putting out there. That's not the image, the version of myself that I'm putting out there. So I can't be the bad person. So I have to rewrite it. So, oh, you know what? I'm actually not. So I rewrite it to be fantasy, to be fiction, okay? Like I didn't lie. You know, I, I just forgot. You know, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I didn't cheat. Like, I just needed my needs met. And we were in an argument, so, like, we were broken up. So, like, yeah. So, they rewrite history, okay? What we actually do with Raw Motivations is we help people rewire. It's the exact opposite. So, it goes to the fantasy that you've been believing to help switch it back to the truth, to the reality of what's actually going on. Because you're stuck in a fog. Fear, obligation, and guilt with a toxic person, thinking that you need to stay, thinking that you shouldn't leave, thinking that it's your fault, thinking that you're not good enough, thinking that you'll never find love because of this person. Like you get to this place and if you see this, if you're hearing what I'm saying, you're like connecting with it, you're like, you're stuck in this cycle. This is where I want you to reach out. Click on the link in the bio, Escape Toxicity. It's a seven day challenge for $7 to help you move forward, to help you actually see what's going on with narcissistic personality disorder, what's going on with the reactive abuse where you lash out and you're like, maybe it's me. Maybe I caused this. Maybe I'm the toxic person. Okay, so click the link in the bio to be able to see. If you ask me what closure I wanted to define, I couldn't. I wanted the pain to go. That was never anything he wanted. Yeah, constantly here, I forgot. Uh, I, started, I started to set limits, not allowing manipulation. He started ignoring me, how to cope. That's where you go ahead and block, go no contact, and start to move forward with your healing. Like there's a piece of there is no coping in a toxic relationship if the other person is not willing to actually meet you halfway. That's where you continue to move forward with you, your growth, your healing, your change, your development. After I, uh, I read that one. Whoops. How do you tell between bad communication skills and a narcissist? Honesty, vulnerability, 
consistent change. Now, does that define a narcissist? No, I'm just defining a toxic relationship. If you don't have someone that's honest, if you don't have someone who's consistently changing and growing, if you don't have someone that's vulnerable, you're in a fantasy. You are stuck in a relationship that is not going anywhere. You're believing a bunch of bullshit that is keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship and you need to move. You need to work on you to discover the truth of what's actually going on. The person he left me for is a liar and has a record. Why is that acceptable to him now? Because it doesn't matter. It matters what he wants in the moment. That's it. Like he'll tell you, I don't want to be with this person because they have a record. And then he'll go be with that person. Because it was never about that. It was just an excuse in the moment to make you feel better that he wasn't cheating or whatever it might be. There's a lot of different scenarios with that. What if you can't leave? This is a good question. I had this question from someone a couple of weeks ago and then she messaged saying that they left, moved into a homeless shelter because the abuse got so bad, they left. There wasn't another option. She just had to move. Sometimes people will get to the place where the pain gets so bad or the abuse gets so bad that they make moves that they never thought was possible before. Where you're typically not going to think of all your options because the narcissist has limited you in that, making you think you can't actually move forward. You can't actually grow. Okay. There is healing. There is a way out. We've seen this happen over and over to get people out. And it comes back to what you actually believe, to the story you're telling yourself that will keep bringing you back to that person over and over and over. No contact, 83 days now. No contact, two years. That's awesome. I hate that I feel like I'm over it. Then we message each other. Then I'm back to square one. That's because you message each other. Like, you're, think, think of it this way. We'll put it in an addiction model. You're addicted to alcohol. And then you're like, I'm over it. It's been two weeks. I've been sober. Let's go take a drink. And you take a drink and you're back exactly where you were. And you're like, I thought I was over this takes a lot more more time than that last two years we were together it kept telling me that he was treating uh, like someone he hates when i was discarded i realized how true my words were the past two years yeah 100 percent. what does it mean when they finally do break down and cry is it manipulation typically for a narcissist it is uh sometimes people talk about narcissistic injury uh i see that a lot less than what people think that they're actually doing uh sometimes it can be narcissistic collapse again that's a lot less than what people actually think is out there. There's a piece of it that's like, oh crap, like I'm out of options. Like there's a lot of different things. Typically it's not because they actually are sad that what they did was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Fake crying. Absolutely. Fake crying happens a lot. He said he don't care. Gave me betrayal, trauma and STD. He's 50 and you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. A lot of times they do not care. I walked out the front doors. My narcissist ex screamed at me over multiple cameras. It is possible. hundred percent. Got to stay on your toes with addiction. Six months, no contact. He reached out begging for me back saying he's changed. Yeah, you'll see this happen. And the thing is, because you're not at the place, well, maybe not you, but I'm just saying in general, like because you're not at the place so that you've actually worked on getting clear of the truth every single day of who you are, of the direction you're going, of the people in your life, you typically accept them back. You typically go back. Because the trauma bond hasn't been completely broken. It still has an effect on you. It still pulls you back.